Welcome to Beyond the Bricks, a downtown Valdosta podcast. Join us as we get to know the places and people that live and breathe the downtown life, who they are, where they are from, where they are headed, and how you can fit in. Plus, all the fun things happening in downtown. Pour a cup of coffee or crack open a cold one and let's go Beyond the Bricks. Hey guys, welcome to episode number four of Beyond the Bricks. I'm your host, Ellen Hill, and with me is... Rachel. What's up, Rachel? Good morning. (laughs) Morning time recording. That's right. That's right. We are, we mix it up all the time. We never know when we're going to be recording, so... Yes. Good times. Very, very good times. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's talk about all of the fun things that are going on coming up in downtown. We're uh, walk, we're kind of moving into the to the summer season. Gosh, can you believe it's almost summertime? No, but I'm so thankful. I don't know about you, but personally mm. speaking, done, ready for summer. Yeah, I'm ready for summer too. Ready for the school year to be over and do some beach time. Yeah, for sure. Not that our like Monday to Friday looks much different, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like as a mom, I'm done with it. Yeah, school stress is. I'm over it. Yeah, we're done. It was an odd year, but it was a good year. But it was strange, and I'm we're done for sure. So, yeah, so um, it's May, almost the end of May. And what do we have coming up that's super fun? We have a lot coming up, but I want to backtrack for just a second Mm -hmm. because we just, we're coming off of First Friday. So May, First Friday, and then we had Makers Market and we had Build a Bouquet. It was a really, really big weekend. And it was, it really was incredible to see all of the people downtown this weekend. I mean, it's kind of like... because I know you get this feeling too, like when you work so hard to plan these things and you put in all this work, to have them sometimes come off and, you know, you, they're not what you expected. But this completely blew, I think, the expectations we had out of the water. There were people everywhere. Yeah. Um, the first Friday concert, I, I was so glad that we made that decision to to pull the stage from Brown Bag off and stick those guys up on the courthouse because those lights on that courthouse on friday night the colors the, the smoke machines the music it was incredible yeah it was really really incredible it was and the, and the longer they played the more people started piling up on the sidewalks to yeah. listen so it was really a good time so if you came out you got you got your money's worth this weekend in downtown for sure mm-hmm. so just stick with us because we've got some big things coming up too um that you're going to want to that you're going to want to be involved in right and i think people are ready to get out and start doing normal stuff again yeah well plus entertainment district for sure which was huge yeah um that was cool to mm-hmm. just people everywhere with those downtown cups yeah that's always i don't know we've been working on that for so long i think it's just huge that we finally got it in and it, people can you know it's like it's nice to see people partaking in the work that we've done and that, you know, Entertainment District, First Fridays, all the events, like, it's just, it's rewarding to see people come out and really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. it is, for sure. Why don't you tell, why don't you kind of just quickly, before we go into what's coming up, explain, like, quickly what Entertainment District means to right. somebody. Okay, so if you're not familiar, um, and, or if you don't live here, and you, your community does not have one, um, the Entertainment District is basically an open container 24-7 for downtown. So um, any at any given time, on any given day, except for Sunday, because really there's no businesses open on Sunday except for the restaurant, so there's really no need to like just get out and walk around. But um, you can go to a restaurant, buy a cocktail, 
And if you want to take it to go and walk around, you can get a special branded cup that has our logo on it. And that that's kind of your ticket to walk around and not get in trouble <laughs> with an open container. So um, it's just our downtown district. It goes from the brewery um, all the way into like downtown proper with the Ashley Patterson corridors. And then it goes north to the Turner Center. So if you were at the Turner Center and at an event, maybe wanted to, if they had a concert or something, and then you wanted to walk into downtown for dinner, you could have an open container from them and walk that way. Um, and then it will also include what's going to be our amphitheater park. Yeah. So um, there will be open container, um, you know, any days, all days. And you can just kind of stroll and walk and shop and hang out. Yeah, and I think um, – the biggest takeaway is why did we? Do, I, if somebody asks why did you do this, why do you? Right. Why do you do it? My opinion is number one: when you give people the opportunity to walk with a beverage, they tend to stay longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's it. But also, it increases sales for the small businesses downtown. So yeah. um, you have, just like Georgia Beer was saying, for example. So people go to close their tab out, right? And they say, oh, are you going somewhere else downtown or whatever? So they upsell them. They, they sell them a drink to go. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't and tell gives, their secrets. And it, well, they, should, they need to. <laughs> all the restaurants should do it. All of them. Um, it's an upsell and it, it takes people. And I don't I don't know. Our guests today probably will talk about it a little bit, too. But, you know, people people tend to spend a little bit more when they've had like a little bit to drink. Right. Of course. Solutions. Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> well, I think we all do. Um <laughs> You know, but the thing is that that is 100 percent true. But it also, I think, shows the community and people who maybe are looking to move here or invest here that the city is, you know, we're forward thinking. We want we have a vibrant downtown like these are these are the building blocks that we need to have to make sure that what we're creating down here is something amazing. And just to relax some laws or rules that maybe pertain to the rest of the city but we're a little bit different and we're special and this is why you need to come down we here. We are special. We are special. We are every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> All right, cool. That was good. So yeah. coming up, um food trucks. Food trucks is is coming up next yeah. week. Yeah. So it'll be May the 20th. Yep. Um we're working on layout. We haven't quite made our mind up what we're going to do there yet, but we're, we're just going to change it every time. We may change we're it every keep time everybody you know on what? their toes. We can do that That's if right. we want. So we're trying to figure out a way to to utilize our space as best we can, but also maybe be able to work in a little entertainment at the same time. So sure. it was a little bit harder last month being able to do that because they were spread so far. So we may change that up. Stay tuned. That'll be fun. Yeah. And then um, this is not our office's event, but we do help promote it and help put it on. We give major support to this one, but it's always a fun and um, well-attended event. Yes, it is. The pub crawl. The pub crawl. Azalea City Civics Club does a lot of amazing things in the community um, for different nonprofit organizations. And this is one that they do annually. They were not able to do it in 2020, obviously. So this is, we took a year off. So we're coming back big and hard. um, And it is Caddyshack themed. So what does that mean for the public? Wear a costume if you want. What does that mean for the participating businesses? You know, as well as I know, that they will go all out with costumes <laughs> for sure <laughs> they are going to bring it everybody loves a good theme yeah yeah so those tickets are on sale now you can buy them um there's links through our our uh web page there's links through our social media site there's links to the azalea city civics club social media site 
and you can also buy them in person starting um, this week at Skull, Jesse's, and um, Georgia Beer Company. Mm-hmm. So $50, not nine stops, so nine holes, nine stops, um, including food. Yeah. And all of the money goes to the Miracle League this year. Yes. That's their chosen charity yes. this year. So that's, you know, everything that they're doing, they, they put to a good cause. Yep. Yep. That's a good one. So get your tickets. There's only 300 available. That's all they do. That's the cap. Yeah. So get go ahead and get your tickets. Don't wait to try to buy them at the door. It won't work. Right. No, it'll be sold out by then. Yep. So go ahead and, and act fast. And then um, I guess the next big thing coming up would be um, our June 1st Friday. And we have... We're trying to theme that one out, too. So we're going to do, like, what, like, All-American. So we're doing a classic car show yep. downtown. Yeah. We'll so. have the classic car show. Uh, we'll have some music going on, some live music outside. Of course, all the restaurants typically have someone playing. All the shops are open, or most of the shops are open. Um, and they have specials and all kinds of things going on. So um, enjoy the cars. Enjoy the shops. Enjoy the entertainment district. Um drink responsibly absolutely yeah but drink and spend money come Mm -hmm. downtown um we do have the public transit that can be utilized at this point yeah also we still have uber and lyft in town yeah i mean there's no excuse at this point none i mean (laughs) if we need to send a horse and carriage we'll see what we can do we could probably find us one yeah for sure (laughs) all right okay well i guess now's the time to to welcome in our special special guest so special. <laughs> we love you. Oh, no, it's so um, Samantha with Cottonwood Market and Boutique. That's right. Yes. And she's got some really great stuff in there. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah. Ellen. Yeah. Thank I love you. shopping there. Thank you. We love you guys. <laughs> so, um, icebreaker time. Mm. Oh. So, prep up. <laughs> okay. <it's> coming. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, um, we're going to kick it off with some get to know you questions. And we, we asked this of all of our guests. And um, maybe just because it's just her, we'll ask her three. Yeah, I, I think, think so. so. Um, so, we have a list of 200 questions here. We're not going to ask you 200 questions. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what we're going to do is we're going to ask you to pick a, choose a number between 1 and 200. And then that number will correspond to the question that you get. Okay. So, shoot. Let's go low this time, too. Oh, this is a good one for you. Okay. Uh, Sam. Okay. What type of music are you into? Oh, my goodness. Okay, that, that's a tricky question because I love music. Um, so, I grew up a grunge girl, you know. I think Ellen and I are the yeah. same age. Yeah, we are. Um, so, but... I was. I also, as a little girl, grew up on like Pink Floyd, and so I love. I love rock and roll, um, but I also love blues. I have a, a really, really like Chris Stapleton when he came out. I was like, oh my god, is everything? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. But you know, I also like some Motown, and uh, it's just all over the place. So love Willie Nelson. On, does it depend on your mood? What you're... It absolutely does. Yeah. yeah. And what I'm doing. More so, I'm not really a moody person. Like, I don't, my moods don't switch that much. Mm-hmm. I'm try to, I mean, my husband might say otherwise, but. <laughs> you have him in for the next one. <laughs> yeah, he, he's not here, so. But, um, yeah, it, it really depends on what I'm doing in my atmosphere. Yeah. So, I'm you an empath, a... so. There you go. Yeah. 
Um, so you're well-rounded in your musical taste. I, I am. Would say, yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. So follow-up question then. This does not count. Follow-up. So if you... Um, if there was a, a a band or a group that you could go listen to alive or dead, who would you go see? Anybody? Ooh, alive or dead? Yeah, anybody. Um, gosh, that's hard. <laughs> yeah, I've really been craving a good Dave Matthews band yeah. concert. Yeah, yeah. I would say I would say probably that too. Uh, that would be a top top ten. But mm-hmm. then like Dave Matthews at Red Rocks. Yes, girl. <laughs> yes, yes. That would be that a great venue awesome. to go see. Sure. Yeah. But I, I really am sad that the White Stripes broke up. So, like, I wish I could go back in time and, and go to one of their concerts. So, so like, an A, Dave Matthews, and A, sub A would be If they White could, Stripes. like, play together, that would be, <laughs> be amazing. Yeah. And maybe some Willie Nelson. <laughs> I dig it. Yeah. I'm into it. So y'all are talking, not speaking my language. Oh, you're not a music She's person, not a music Rachel. Person. I'm not. Yeah, I'm really mm-hmm. surprised. Um, I've only been to like a handful of concerts in my life, and of those, included Hanson and NSYNC. So, oh, <laughs> um, wow, that's embarrassing. I'm not that much younger than y'all, but I'm enough to. I'm really I'm surprised you, by this. You're such a fun girl. I like to ride in the car in silence. Wow, I have a lot of thoughts. I know you have a lot of thoughts. I know that about you, which is you know why you're so creative and mm-hmm. you come up with good stuff yeah i'm not but you're a mom so i could totally see the loving to ride in silence aspect truly but i don't know if y'all feel this way but i totally feel this way um depending uh, it also depends on what i'm doing but if i'm like sitting on the water you know um, what i mean like yeah. then i can get into some music. oh yeah you gotta have yeah, yeah. gotta have music if you're yeah. on, a, on the water mm-hmm. okay. i have music going all the time at my house yeah, I'm, I, I would think you are, you would be a psychopath if you wouldn't want to <laughs> listen to music when I'm you're on the bus. <laughs> she no. just called you. No, I, no, I said I would. I'm think tired, you. and I'm a psychopath. No, I would think you would be if you wanted to sit in silence on a boat, and that would be creepy. Yeah, yeah, that would be. That but would be you tough. don't, so you're not a psychopath. <laughs> we apologize to all people. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> I'm with you, whoever you are out there. <laughs> You're not alone. They also say people that drink black coffee are psychopaths. Really? I've never heard Do that. Do you drink black coffee, I like Rachel? black coffee. Oh also, my, my parents are psychopaths. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's really funny. That is hysterical. Wow. Okay. Okay, we're learning new things here. We are. This is what this is about. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, when we go on like road, like work road trips, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll almost always drive. Rachel mm-hmm. is not a driver. I don't like to drive. Yeah. But it's, it's all I can do to like not crank the radio up and mm-hmm. like I always have it going in the background. So it's usually like background noise. Yeah. But it's all I can do to like turn it up as I'm driving. But usually we're chatting and laughing and carrying on anyway. Yeah, but, I'm um, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, it's tough for me not to, to turn the music <laughs> I love down. picking on you, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bother me. I, got I know skin. that's why I love it. Yeah. Because you can handle it. Yeah. I can take it. I can dish it, but I can take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's move on to number, to question number two. Dose. Choose your number. Let's oh, go middle of the road. You said there's 200. Mm-hmm. Let's do 115. That's you. Oh. Hmm. What physical traits do you share with your relatives? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, that's kind of a like, random wait, yeah, question. Yeah, it's like very, it is random, but I think it could go back to, like, 
where like maybe your like my mom or my dad sure or like what is it ge- what is it genealogy genealogy mm-hmm. well a- um i mean do you want dna here like i'm i'm like almost half french apparently i have my dna tested did you i was lied to for many years by your family <laughs> by my family <laughs> <laughs> we i was told that i was very native american you're not no i'm not not um very european based (laughs) but which really i think i think that really explains my love of wine to be honest with you um but no i guess my mom and i are very um i don't know she's she we are we're similar in a lot of ways i mean i don't know we're both hippie i don't (laughs) do you look like your mom or your dad um i look like more my dad his like him and his side yeah i look definitely his um my aunts his sisters and my cousins yeah more more so them but i act more like my mom definitely Mm -hmm. so physically my dad have dark features Mm -hmm. yeah Hmm. green eyes from my mom though Mm mm-hmm I don't know. That was kind of a weird question. It was a very weird question. But I, I don't mind it, but I, I don't mind it. <laughs> I don't I, mind it either. I like the I mean, explanation I, of why you like wine so much. Maybe I'm part French too. <laughs> it is one of the best wines. I mean, everybody's going like to think. Wine. Every, everybody's going to think I'm a wino now. <laughs> uh-uh. No, we don't. Did you hear her? She said she doesn't like wine. I know. I. I'm starting to wonder why I like you so much. I'm just kidding. Opposites attract. Opposite Opposite. That's, you know, my husband and I are severe polar opposites. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate diversity in people. I like tequila. Oh, wow. You are fun. Yeah. I can't have a lot of those. Oh. And then that song. <laughs> There's a couple. Well, I know which one. You you're... know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Got it. Noted. <laughs> That went way off the rails from that question. <laughs> That's good to know, though. For, for sure. Like, for later. I know what, what to serve you. What are yeah. you? Me? Yeah. I'm a I'm a equal opportunity drinker. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Heritage. Oh, well, um, I my family, oh, um, we can trace my mom's side of the family way back to England, Um I get to see the that. Mayflower, mm-hmm. um, and then I do have a lot. I do have a lot of Native American in me as well. My grandfather was half Cherokee, mm-hmm. and then on my dad's side, it is a lot of um, Irish, Scottish stuff. I have never been tested, so I don't know. But that's just what I've been told. Get it. It'll rock your world. Like, I'm sure. Yeah. Maybe my family has lied to me too. Um, <laughs> it was. It was very interesting. <laughs> very interesting. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Rach? Uh, French Canadian. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen my, have you seen my mom? Oh yeah, I she looks like a little leprechaun. Obviously, she she's Irish. She does. She's um, the cutest. Irish, French Canadian, and then some Native American. So we back on the like Okefenoki Swamp. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Love me some Okefenoki. Yeah, that's kind of in your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Question number, number three. three. Okay. Go for it. Um, let's do let's do two hundred. Okay. Very last one. Hopefully that's yours, Ellen. It is. Um, if you could change anything about yourself, 
would you? And if so, what and why? Going deep. Mm. That is a deep one. Uh, it is. You just asked a recovering perfectionist that question. <laughs> um, mm, gosh, I don't know. I mean, I wish I had a better metabolism. I think that would hit a lot of... <laughs> I mean, just think about it. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm over 40 now and I have to work really hard. It's just not the same anymore, is it? No. If if I would like to change my metabolism to when I was 19, that's... (laughs) Why? Because I want to be skinny and not have to work this hard. (laughs) Oh God! Same. (laughs) Same. Uh, Oh, my glasses off. Tearing up. (laughs) I dig that answer. (laughs) That was literally the most honest. That's all you get here, folks. I really thought we were going like. I thought we were going deep. Now I am a deep person. That was pretty. um, That was pretty cosmetic, but. I'm just being real. Good. That's what we want you to be. Well, she did also call herself a recovering perfectionist. Perfectionist. So you were working towards that. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Um, Wait, I want to, I do want to brush a little bit more on the recovering perfectionist topic. Because I think that is important. Mm Because I don't know anything about that life. Oh, I'm surprised by that. Because you... You do things really well. I guess you're just naturally I'm not, gifted. But I, like, I am. You are surprised by a lot today, but I'm not a perfectionist. Okay. I don't think I'm not. No, you're not. I wouldn't. You don't. You know. You don't obsess over no. the little details. But yeah. you, you're. But you have a like an accounting background. Yeah. I'm I mean, a this all makes sense. Big weirdo. So, um, no, I totally am, and I'm okay with that. And um, I'm I'm one of those people that. Um, I use both sides of my brain. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that I'm smart. It just means that I utilize both, both areas. You're well balanced. Very equally. Um, yeah, mentally, I don't know. But as far as brain matter goes, I do utilize <laughs> both sides of my brain. So I have an accounting background. Um, I, it's not what I wanted to do when I grew up. I wanted to um, actually move to Savannah. And I did live in Savannah for 18 years. Um and I, I wanted to move there to go to SCAD, the Savannah College of Art and Design, and uh, do interior design with a minor in painting. And um, we moved there after being married about two years. And uh, we were very young and very broke. And I realized quickly that I could not afford the tuition yeah, at SCAD. Yeah, SCAD's expensive, yes. yeah. So um, they don't give scholarships out very readily to an art institute. Um, so I wanted my mom. I remember the conversation very well. My mom, <clears throat> I was discussing it with her, and she said, "Honey, I want you to do what makes you happy, but I don't think you're going to be happy being poor." Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I had already had a year of accounting-based um, um, business. <clears throat> under my belt and so we decided I would just go back to school for that and then maybe one day you know I could pursue it so that is 
where my business now came came about because I have been doing accounting for a long time and I wanted to do something more fun. <laughs> so so yeah, now we, you know, I get to decorate, help people style their homes. You know, we have home decor, get to pick all of that out. Um, I have vendors that I work with that are very creative people. I love being around creative people. And we have our paint parties that I get, I actually have to paint because <laughs> that's part of my job. So, so, so like yeah. your accounting was your right brain and then your business came from the left side. Right. I think that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Left is more creative. Yeah. But yes, I always, I, I painted like when other people were doing sports growing up, like I had, had a strong aversion to sports. I was not good at any of that. So I took painting, um, did modeling and just everything um, that I was too shy to do acting, but I always wanted to. Uh, so anything arts related has always been very, that's what I'm passionate about. I don't, I don't know, even I've worked with a lot of accountants and CPAs. <clears throat> I've never heard one of them say that they're passionate about accounting. I, you know, it could be, but that's not what I was passionate. I am passionate also about small business. Mm-hmm. So that's how I designed my business. And when I did accounting, <clears throat> I enjoyed working with small businesses mm-hmm. as opposed to big corporations. So, so you came full circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So let's just move on. I mean, that's a kind of a good segue. Tell us like, so tell us the journey. You, you've given part of it, but what, what was the journey to getting here and opening Cottonwood? I mean, you so, were in Savannah. Like, right. what's that story? So um, I always wanted to be a shop owner. Um, we lived in Savannah, like I said, for about 18 years. Uh, we had access to one of the most beautiful areas in not only the state, but the whole country. I mean, it, it they had such a beautiful, thriving downtown. Um, I've always loved this downtown. And I used to shop here when it wasn't cool to shop here with my grandma and um, just loved it. But when I would come back over the years, you know, I, all my side of the family still lives here. And, um, you know, it's only a few hours away. So we, we visited often. And at, through the years of coming back, I just noticed that the downtown had started slipping away. And it made me really sad because I had so many good memories here. And, I, you know, I, I thought about we had looked at opening a gift shop when um, when I was – was first in Savannah for maybe a few years of being there and I uh, had an opportunity that didn't work out and it just kept it in the back of my mind you know I'm like it would be so cool to be a part of you know a thriving downtown and now I know why it's not God was planting a seed but that wasn't what he wanted for me and I, I just I had um I had a death in the family um this like literally a couple of months before I opened the shop and it was uh, somebody that was that was very young in our family and it it really shook me up because I was thinking man you know she didn't even get a chance to live her life and just thinking about all the stuff and I don't mean to be dark but you know it just it really hit me like she didn't get to do like our time here is and she didn't get to do a lot of things that I wonder what she would have wanted to do you know and um, 
and then it just kind of just reflecting um for my myself I was like you know I don't want to live a life of I don't I, I wonder what would have happened if I did that and so um I decided it would be really awesome I heard that um, 2017 is when I opened the end of 2017 that you guys were doing a revitalization and I'm like had been like cramming these Main Street shows um, I don't know if y'all have ever watched them before I hope you have if you haven't you have to because yeah, where they come in and yeah and and like help the businesses it was like Ty Pennington mm-hmm. um, yeah. was helping them and um, and I just, I don't know. It's just, I, I just, it does just all hit me. And I'm like, I can do this. I want to do this. I want, even if I'm not living there, you know, maybe we will again one day. And I would love to have the opportunity to be a part of that and see it come alive and um, create something from nothing. And just also, you know, I felt like the area could use more entertainment um, because we had so much stuff where we were and um just to be a part of you know making the place better around you and having a responsibility to do the work alongside people that were doing something that was worthy um and you know the cool neighbors and it was a lot more it was a lot smaller um than you know the savannah area and i thought well i could actually get to know the people around me right so so yeah, fast forward um, to, let's see, yeah, two and a half years in, and we decided to move back so, to the area. With that being said, you, you're you married, because we've already yes. went over that, and you have um, two boys. I do. So I have two beautiful boys. I, I can only imagine. I mean, obviously, it's got to be hard to own a business and not actually be where the business was, but then to make the decision to come here... Um, you know, obviously, Ellen and I kind of walked with you through that a little yeah. bit, um, just because of where who, the position that we're in. But yeah, I think you guys did some therapy with me. I really <laughs> appreciate that. I should probably write you a check. That's that that was not easy, um, and I'm sure it wasn't easy to listen to. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I totally can listen to you all the time. But I'm saying not easy to move to yeah. pick up your entire family yeah. and not know. It was. It was definitely um, very challenging, and and not only that, we lived in a very small. We lived on Wilmington Island, um, which a lot of people might not know where that is. But if I tell them, Paula Dean lives on Wilmington Island. Like she literally lived a, a mile and a half from our house, door to door. It was a really small community, and we had. It was like a small town, and my boys went to a small charter school at the beach, and. And we had a pretty awesome thing going, and um, I I don't know. I don't know what to say other than when God has a plan for your life, <laughs> you're, I mean, you just have to listen yeah. and, and trust Him, and, and that's what we did. It was just one of those things where my niece was running the store, and she was deciding to make a different um, career, and uh, my husband was working 60-hour weeks, and... You know, we looked at each other one day, and I was driving back and forth. And I, this is this is my second business. I do private accounting, so I still have that that I, I do a little bit now. But um, we adopted our boys. Both of our boys are adopted. We um, got them as babies, 
And we were just sitting down exhausted one night after we put him to bed. And we were like, you know, this isn't what we are supposed to be doing. We worked really hard to have a family. And, you know, in most cases, a lot harder than most people. And we can't even enjoy them because we're so busy. And are we doing it for them mostly? Yes, that that is what we're doing. But we're not enjoying it fully. Missing and, out. Yeah, the quality of life wasn't there. Um, the quantity was outweighing the quality. Right. So, um, yeah, I think it's a, it's a slower pace here because it's a smaller, a smaller place. And we had not for... I mean, my husband and I this year will be married 21 years. Um, We had not had the opportunity to live close to family, like very closely and and quite some time. So just thinking of all of those things and the boys getting bigger and going to bigger schools, we decided to make the plunge. Yeah. So aside from downtown, aside from your shop, you grew up here. Yes. Moved away. Yes. So when you came back, like, what's that? How is how is Valdosta different from when you left? What's the biggest change, you would say? Uh, well, there's definitely more traffic. <laughs> yeah. I was really surprised by that um, because we had a lot of traffic in Savannah. But I, I would just say definitely the, the, I mean, the downtown is thriving now. It is, it is definitely thriving. I, I feel like there's more diversity here than there used to be, which I've always appreciated. Um, I just, I think it would be so boring if we were all the same and yeah. um, and all, you know, knew each other and didn't extend our circles to include other people. And um, I felt like it's a lot more like that now with the, you know, the military base. Um, I think they went through a lull there for a while, but it's, it's bringing in more families now, and the university is growing. Everything's growing. I mean, it, it's just so much bigger than when I was here. And but then it still is small, and it's it's familiar. So it was hard to move after being on for twenty years. We lived outside of Atlanta for a year and a half um, before we moved to Savannah. But it was it was like coming home too. So mm-hmm. there was some comfort in that. I'm just listening to you talk. (laughs) (laughs) This is easy. (laughs) So, okay, you lived at the beach. Yes. So that's got to be hard. Yeah. Away from the water. Do you guys hear, though? Do you take advantage? I actually know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask you. You take advantage of some of the, like, your boys like to get outside. They're boys. Mm -hmm. They are full. Full on. Full on boys. Yes. And, um, but y'all take advantage. Y'all do a lot of getting out. We do. We do. We are we are a very adventure driven crew. And I I love that. I don't know. And in some way, I always knew that I was going to be a boy mom. I know that sounds weird, but I'm I'm more adventurous than your typical female. Like, um, you know, I grew up I was wild growing up on, you know, dirt bikes and four wheelers and paddling and 
you know, just doing all the stuff. You're a product of the South. I, yes. <laughs> and yeah, like I can be really girly or I can be like take my earrings off and get in there with the boys and, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, and do. And, and I love that about them because they force me at my age now to get back to that. But yes, we do take full advantage of it. Um, that's one thing that I tell people. I get to meet a lot of people in my shop that are new to town and I love that. Um, I get to give them like a, hey, I'm new here too. You know, let me tell you what it's like to be new here. And, um, but then also know about some really cool stuff that's been around for a long time because right. I got to grow up here. Um, but yeah, the one thing that I tell people all the time is that this area is a great area to get to other places very quickly because we're so close to the Georgia Florida line. So that's one thing that we've been doing since we've been here, too, is just taking little day trips, you know, or weekend trips to try to go. We love the Itch Chutney River. That's I grew up on that, and I just got to share that with my boys for um, my birthday. So that was really exciting. But, yes, that definitely is an advantage of living here. And it's it's just so beautiful here. We have – I know a lot of people that have been here for a long time might not – you know, they kind of take it for granted, but <clears throat> I've always thought this is a beautiful place and I love being outdoors. And so, yeah, I mean, you can get to the mountains quickly. You can get to the beach quickly. Mm-hmm. So, but landlock is, is a real thing. Like I, I heard somebody talking about that, that just moved here from, um, Tampa Bay area. And, and I was telling her that I just moved from, you know, being beachside. And she was like, do you feel landlocked? I was like, you know what? I used to hear people talk about that, and I thought, that's in your head, you know. <laughs> what is that, you know? No, it's real. Like, when you have been by the water for a long time, it is hard to um, to get, you know, get that feel. You just feel like, I got to go to the beach, you know. I'm feeling like that right now. Like I grew up on the water. Yeah, yeah. I feel that So same you way. know what mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, yeah, like, I have to – at some point during – like every few months I've got to go mm-hmm. and like it just at least lay eyes on some some water. large bodies of exactly. water I mean exactly you know, I just it, it does your soul some, it does. some good it yes. does it yes. really does and it's, even you know just going out to Twin Lakes sometimes that that'll mm-hmm. do or going to the river mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily even have to be the beach but yeah, yeah. well my spot's mm-hmm. the beach I, grew I love up, the yeah. beach I yeah, grew up on St. Simon so it's not far from Savannah I know I love St. Simon got to have my feet in the sand yes yeah. something about it St. Simon's very special to my husband and I because it was so close to Savannah. Mm-hmm. So we that was our place that we would, you know, just dump the kids off on somebody and be like, we're, we're out. Yeah. <laughs> we're out for the weekend. Date weekend. Yes. Yes. We loved going there and staying mm-hmm. for, for a weekend. Yeah. It's very pretty. It is. It's great. Maybe one day I'll get back. Just to visit. No. Just... <laughs> The band's not breaking up. Did we not have this discussion? Well, you can move with me. Let's just all go back to Savannah. Let's go move to Savannah. Yeah. I'm considering. I know some places. No. Nah. We just want to get a condo so that we can go. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Just a, a timeshare, but only mm-hmm. with people that you know. Yes. Look, there's three people here. We can we can we do can this. Yeah, for sure. We can make it work. For sure. All right. I have. Do you have a question? Because I do. Go ahead. Um let's let's do this let's do a, a one year goal okay um five year and ten year like what 
and not and for your business but maybe for your family or maybe for just downtown generally speaking like what is it what are, one five ten it's like a job interview so we're going first my family second downtown sure business um let's see for my family my oldest will be in high school which is that like almost makes me cry just think about that um I don't know. I just hope that he is um, not in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Uh, I love my baby. Um, yeah, everybody's got one of those. <laughs> I have to. You do not. I'm glad I don't have to, Emily. No, um, no, I, I mean, I just, I want us to be, I'd like to have some land. Um, and, and like I said, like to have, you know, you we're like neighbors. What are you talking about? I you know. need land. I know, but I need a bigger yard. Oh, I, you okay. know, I mean, my kids walk around naked sometimes. Let's be honest. <laughs> neighbors are a little too close. Yeah, they're a little too close for that. I'm sure they don't appreciate it. I mean, I try to catch them, you know, and wave them back in. Come on, <laughs> come on, boys. Y'all back can't. In. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. No, but I do. I, I would like to have a full-on barn dominium situation going i have literally been obsessing yes. for like two years yeah so we've been that. back and forth between a shouse and a. Do, I don't wait, know wait what what's a shouse okay a shouse is like a shop and a house okay together. okay okay i've seen this so like live work situation that. yes okay and so that's my, downtown yeah yes <laughs> that is that. downtown <laughs> but yeah I've, I've gotta have land with it mm. though so yeah um my husband is he's like my um my chip he's the wood guy he's you know if i tell him this is what i'm seeing in my head i don't have to give him a blueprint he can do pretty much anything mechanically or woodwork by just me showing him a picture yeah and so i feel like we would just be in heaven if we had Had a shop yeah where we just had like a woodworking shop and um, we could teach the boys more about that stuff, make them good little woodworkers for their future wives. That's that creative side of you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so yeah, that would be cool. Uh, 10 years. Let's see. I want to retire early. I, I, I would really like to be retired by 55. <laughs> that, that's, that sounds like a silly number when I hear it, but it's no. good to it's good to have goals it is good to have goals yeah 55. that's a little more than 10 years anyway so yeah mm-hmm. it is my husband's five years older so yeah yeah and as far as downtown goes i would just i would love to see an, an awesome boutique hotel at least one hotel down here if not a couple um just really different historical integrity situation um and just you know constant not just first friday like every friday we have awesome events and supporting you know local artists and more art galleries more you know cool restaurants some you know pubs nightlife some music music yes mm-hmm. yeah we're on it <laughs> but we I think we're are on it. We're heading towards that. I mean, it's so obvious. 
mm-hmm. you know, especially yeah. after this weekend, like you were saying. It was, that did my heart so good. I, and I told you that when I saw you. I had yeah. to walk away. <laughs> I was well, going to cry. I, well, I think, yeah, you, she did. She literally <laughs> came up to me. She's like, I can't talk about it anymore. I'm going to cry. But that's what people don't understand. Or maybe they do. Maybe they just, sometimes we get busy in the day-to-day that we forget. Like, you're a small business owner. And when somebody comes in your store and spends just $20, or, you know, $40, or it doesn't matter. It does your heart good. And you you mm-hmm. genuinely get excited and are thrilled to have a person, number one, just somebody in your store recognizing things that you have. But they don't, I don't think people understand the true impact of their dollar when it comes to supporting and spending it locally. Right. I feel like since um, COVID happened, you know, a lot of, there's been a lot of, you know, of course, people just talk about all of the negative things that have to do with COVID. And it, don't get me wrong, it was hard. And it was, um, you know, if I let it be, it it would have been very a fearful time. But um, we hustled and got creative and pivoted and said, you know, no one gave me this money to start this business. This, this money is sweat equity and literal equity that came out of my home to start this business. Um, and I'm not going to let my family down, and this is not going to take us down. And, um, you know, we dug in and we figured it out. We Were we successful? No, we paid our rent and we made it happen. But where I'm going with that is that the people that did not understand – what supporting local business was i felt like they got it a lot more yeah or if they never got it they got it after the fact that you know these are we are business we're we're business people that are people we're not a big box company um a corporation of you know people that are laying other people off it was it was very one of the most stressful things to me is how am I going to support at that time I had one employee and you know she's a single mom with two little boys and I'm like how am I gonna I'm more worried about her like well how are we going to be able to take care and make sure that we as people aren't going to suffer because we at the beginning you you didn't know that you were going to get PPP you didn't know that you were going to get EIDL you know that stuff came a little bit after and Thankfully, we they were very good in how they handled that. And, you know, some people, I, I feel like they were just, they, they were already struggling and it took them out. And I'm so thankful that we had enough people call us. We had people message us. They, they cared. They knew that we were people. And I had friends back in Savannah that got on the phone with me and literally – um, messaged, shopped, like private message shopped on Facebook, you know, and it, and I'm, I'm like, you know, they didn't have to do that. You know, they were worried about their families too. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, I, I feel like people understand that now more than, than, you know, they did before. And, you know, just that one of my favorite things about having a business is just being able to get to know people. It, it truly is. It, it's just such a an honor to be able to one-on-one talk to people and hear a little bit of their story, um, get to know what they like. You know, we you're not going to find that at Target. You're Good luck finding someone to talk to in general. 
But um, you're not going to find that when you're shopping online. You know, we we get to know our customers. We can order for them, you know, and, and they knew that. And they had a little bit more time. And, you know, they were reaching out and saying, hey, I'm looking for this. Or um, what can I do to help you? You know, and so I, I had that. And so I'm very thankful. And uh, we were able to stay open because people did care. So. Well, I think, too, this there was a couple people that were instrumental um, in setting up right, right when everything started shutting down. Mm-hmm. Um, Angie Davis, her husband's an attorney over at Coleman Tally, um, was one of them, but literally just started trailblazing for small businesses in this mm-hmm. community. And it, and, and she kind of, to me, set, got the ball set rolling, the mm-hmm. set mm-hmm. the tone. And, it was incredible, mm-hmm. like, to witness, and not even just downtown, like, businesses supporting businesses and yeah. the public asking yeah. how they can help. And Exactly. And, and and that's how I've, like, made some friends downtown, too, is, like, Mickey that owns Jessie's, you know, when she she was very instrumental. And she was very. Putting baskets together to for all of us, making, you know, the basket from just one item from the shop. Um, from a restaurant and you know doing it consistently Mm -hmm. and you know she could have just done takeout for her company and that to me I was like okay this is this is my person I'm (laughs) you know I that's what that's what I love I mean it's all about looking to other people and that's what we try to teach our children all the time it's you have to think about other people and not just yourself right Um, and she she really brought that and I was I was like, okay, well, I just made one of one of my really good friends here. Yeah, so. she she did. She's um, she works. She's probably one of the hardest working. She definitely people is. Mm-hmm. I've ever met in my entire life. And yeah, she will same. Literally drive you up a wall. <laughs> literally, but you gotta love that about her. She too. is so honest. Yeah, and so brutal. Like, yes. Yeah. I'm I'm very honest myself, but and but that's what i but that's like that's what you love that's what, what we all love about her. about her because she is just you know where you stand i want to know where i stand with people i appreciate i can appreciate i, that. I can appreciate that so much and she's just fun i mean come on yeah Wait. well and mm-hmm. she's she's had her roots down here for how mm-hmm. long um she moved here in 1997 to go to college ellen and mickey went to college together yeah lived across the hall i know i heard the, <laughs> the podcast yeah the podcast <laughs> yeah yep. I, I called um her after um, I, I did I listened to that and I was like I, I like known you for a little bit now and I heard so much I like got to know you so much more which yeah. I guess is the point right? yeah yeah that is the point <laughs> um, but but that I think just goes back just generally speaking to the whole downtown community it's mm-hmm. just it is truly something that you can't find in a shopping center and you can't find in a you know a big mall or you can't mm-hmm. and even you might not even be able to find it in a in a big big city mm-hmm. um but there's you're right mm-hmm. there's something to be said for where your store is and being downtown and everybody i mean kind of jotting in the same book everybody's mm-hmm. heading in the same direction you know and neighbors there's helping good neighbors. camaraderie there mm-hmm. is yeah absolutely so for sure All right well we can't let you leave until you at least talk about the store a little bit and like <laughs> where it is and all yeah Yeah. tell us so tell everybody about the store okay well we are located at 123 123 north ashley street we're directly across from the dosta theater guild uh next door to the flower gallery and get hooked 
We um, we have been in business. This summer will be four years. Mm-hmm. We're about to celebrate our fourth anniversary. Um, the shop has a little bit of everything. It's Cottonwood Market and Boutique because we have a market set up. Like I said, I'm very passionate about local business. And um, we are basically an umbrella company, and we have smaller local businesses inside of it. Uh, Cooper & Co. is one of them. She's actually got our largest booth space. Um, I had a lot more vendors when I first started, and she actually has kind of taken over their spots. And so we we have a good collaboration, and we're very happy with her. She has gifts. She has home decor, accessories. She also has kids' toys, uh, kids' clothes. Uh, those cute little smocked outfits. I bought many a birthday present in there. Yes, yeah. um, and and Rachel has actually had a birthday party I for did. her her daughter. We were really excited. It was I think it's been our favorite theme um, because I'm a brunch girl. Uh, yeah, me too. And um, and Holly, her daughter, um, actually decided to do a donut, and so Rachel, donut. yeah. Right. So we have an arts and crafts studio uh, where it, it's one of. One of the funnest parts of the business, uh, we have a community-based uh, public and private venue where we have at least once a week, if not twice, it's really getting to be more like two, sometimes three times a week, we have these paint parties. And we call them paint parties because, you know, you can get lessons, full-on lessons at the Art Center, which is also downtown. We love them. and We support them. Um, we don't do that. We It's more about having a good time. Um, when I mentioned that I'm a recovering perfectionist, this is how I recover from perfectionism. <laughs> because it's more about having a good time um, than it is about, you know, trying to be perfect and getting people to get out of it. You know, the world that we live in is so stressful. And I love being able to have people create, see cre- people create nothing into something and do it alongside other people. And, you know, just get out of their head, get off their phones, get off the television, and be with people in a community. Um, So we really missed that during COVID. And now I can tell that everybody else did, too, because they're just that these paint parties are are jam-packed. Jam-packed. And um, we started doing glow-in-the-dark paint parties. I saw that. That looked fun. (laughs) It is. You guys are going to have to come. Um, but yeah, we, we try to be creative even within, you know, we're doing something creative. We also try to make, just change it up and we have a pretty good, you know, loyal following of people that they might come to every single one that we have. But we also do mobile paint parties where we're bringing in other businesses. We got a Georgia beer company once a month. We got a Jesse's once a month. Um, we actually are going to be at Fifth Day Farm. They uh, they called us up and oh, asked us. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, we're doing a llama with llama, actual llamas. That'll be fun. So, yeah, that's the Sunday, by the way, if you're looking for something to do with your kids or without them. I mean, you can come by yourself um, and, yeah, paint with a llama. Paint a llama with, with a llama. With a llama, yeah. And we also um, are at the poorhouse, and we're open to working with other businesses if they need an extra touch to bring in on a slow night maybe or what about um like an office that wants to do we absolutely love office parties because they are the funnest and you'll go to them or they can come to you we have to yeah we we generally like to do it in our studio um 
unless it's over 20 people. So we can fit up to 30 comfortably in our um, spot. But if, you know, if you have over 20, we definitely will come. We've done some school stuff. We do stuff with Mini Air Force Base via Zoom. We So we're very comfortable with Zoom paint parties where you pick up the kits and paint over Zoom with Kristen for an hour, hour and a half, two hours, usually more like an hour, hour and a half. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we we do a little bit of everything. We also have the boutique. So um, we're fast forward thinking um, you're not going to see something that is going to be in other stores. Like I'm really big about that. I don't have a big boutique, but I do handpick everything that's in there. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to dress like everybody else or have the same jewelry, then come see us. We can help you out with that. Good deal. Yeah. So follow you on the Facebook. On the Facebook. And you yes. can get the, the schedule of all of the paint parties. I know you post them. Right. Yes. Yeah. So if you like us on Facebook, you'll actually get um, a notification yeah. every time we pa- we post a new event yeah. schedule. So all of the May um, paint parties are up right now. Tonight, we actually have room at uh, Jesse's for the six o'clock paint party. Okay. So. On Instagram, too. Yes, Instagram too. You can't get the tickets on Instagram. They don't let you sell tickets there, but you can call us. You can come in or you can get them on Facebook. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Was that was good, really great. Was good morning. I'm, I feel Thank so you. inspired. Really? I love that. <laughs> well, we really appreciate you coming in this morning. And, um, you know, if anybody is looking for a super cute little shop or a paint party to go to, just go see Samantha. And we also do interior design. Yes. I was about to say, yeah, you do. <laughs> yes. Interior design services. Which I'm very, very thrilled with your skills, Missy. Thank you. I'm looking at your pictures. You got a knack there. She does. You do? Yes. I, I dabbled in it, uh, worked for somebody for a little yeah, while. Yeah, so. somebody, yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. I like it too. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell. You're really good at it. She is. She needs to come decorate my house now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not good at a lot of things, but picking paint colors, I can do. <laughs> You're good at a lot of things. All right. Well, I guess that wraps it up. And um, thanks for listening to Beyond the Bricks, and we will catch you next time. See ya. See ya. This episode of Beyond the Bricks was brought to you by the Valdosta Main Street Program and the Central Valdosta Development Authority. For all things downtown, visit us on Facebook and Instagram at Downtown Valdosta. <laughs>